Hey, Yohanyaks, welcome back to the Rambling Viking podcast and bringing you a weekly dose of weird here. I hope you've been PDFG. That's how we're going to keep it on this pod. So anyways, welcome back. Uh, going to be an exciting weekend. Got a lot to look forward to. OU Texas is tomorrow. The Red River Showdown. Okay, someone someone looked this up for me because I'm too lazy to do this, even though I'm sitting in front of a computer. Is it, and then text me, send in something on the show. I don't care. But has it always been the Red River Showdown? I could have swore it was the Red River Shootout. And it's definitely the Red River Rivalry. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but yeah, that's happening big time, big stuff, lots of, lots of good stuff that's happening. I, uh, for those of you who listened to the last, last week's dose of weird, I, uh, and I think I brought up, was it last week where I brought up the flame and hot Mountain Dew, the limited series? So they had two limited series, flame and hot Mountain Dew and cake which is like a cake-flavored, like, birthday Mountain Dew. They sold out of both. Well, you know, they sold out officially from the retailer, but there's always eBay. And I had put it out there, you know, would you guys want to see me drink, try, drink, and or chug Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew, do it on video, you know, post it on the on the pages, do it for the pod, and um, I'll tell you right now, I got no responses. So thank you all so much for being such hanyaks about that. But uh, because of I was interested anyways in trying it, I bought some. I bought two cans. One to keep for hopefully 30 years. and It'll be worth $100,000 in 30 years. And uh, I'll go, oh, look at my old can of Mountain Dew. That's the thing. I've never been... When I, when I see these people that, like, got something in the 80s and, like, kept it until now, thinking that far ahead, like, I always have the thought to be like, oh, it would be cool to do that. But then I think about how much I lose stuff or how much I, when I do try and save stuff, you know, I don't know, it, gets, it just gets old and grimy because I don't store it properly. Like, seriously, are, are any of you, have you, do you... Have you personally managed or maybe your parents or someone you know close to you managed to do something like that where they got like a sports card way back in the day or something or got something limited edition way back in the day and have just held on to it um, because it's a collector? I'm, I'm clearly not a collector myself. It's like me and music, right? I can't sing a lick. But I love, love, love music, and especially I love listening to people who do sing well. Same is true for collectors. Like, I think it's really cool to be a collector, but my problem is I'd probably collect the wrong stuff, or I'd want to use stuff. Like, with shoes, yeah, I've got to wear them at least once, okay? Um, And, I don't know, it's something about having the tangible investment in front of me versus, like, having some, you know, investment accounts, you know, like investing in mutual funds. It, It feels a little more far away and... I don't know, maybe a little bit more palatable. Like I just put money in money over there and it grows versus like I buy this thing and now I have to take care of this thing, make sure it never gets opened thing, make sure it doesn't get damaged, uh, you know, and, and got to keep track. And I think about like what's going to happen in the next 30 years. Like that's a long time. A lot of life happens. I'm thinking about, okay, so I'm, so I'm 27 now, married almost three years and no kids, right? In 30 years though, I will have X amount of kids. We'll say four because that's kind of the dream number, right? And, you know, four kids by that point. So I'll be 30 years. I'll be 57. I'll have four kids. I'll probably have one. Well, hold on. In 30 years, they all should be um, the youngest one. 
in the next 10 years, if I had all my kids, then 10, so that still puts, yeah, so they should all be like in their 20s, you know, they, they should all, or be basically be adults, I'm not, I, I can't math right now, give me two seconds, 30 years minus 18 is 12, the, the youngest one will be 12, and that's if I started now, okay, there we go, my goodness, but anyways, why did I do minus 18? Hmm. No, that, that didn't make any sense. We're not making sense today, folks. So enjoy. Enjoy listening to a, a nonsense man blabber on about nonsense, right? It's like, uh, might as well be talking to a dementia-ridden um, person in a nursing home right now because that's, that's how I'm functioning. All right. Well, anyways. But in 30 years, all the things that transpire, and for a lot of people, you know, so I never moved growing up, but I think about, you know, you move, you do this, like 30 years, I could technically, I could be becoming a grandpa, right? And so it's just, for me, I look at that and I'm like, man, that's kind of crazy, right? So all the things that transpire and I have to keep track of, I don't know, this Mountain Dew can and make sure, and who, who, I may not even remember it. Like, I could totally forget about it. And it, then it's a lost investment. It's just, it's too much. It's too much. I can't do it. I cannot do it, but here we are. So, do you collect anything? Would love to know. Any and all of your thoughts. Have you collected anything? Also, you want to see me do a video, maybe even a live stream, uh, trying this mount? I'll, I'll at least I'll say this. I will try the Mountain Dew on the pod. But if you want to go further than that, let me know. Uh, go to, If you're on Spotify listening to this, or even if you're not, just go to this episode, look at the description, scroll down. You should see a question. Uh, I'll do a question or a poll. There will be something there to answer and say, you know, do you want to see me do this? Because I believe me, I would just do it for my own satisfaction. But if I want... You know, if y'all want to be a part of this, I want you to be a part of this. I want to, I want to make this as big of a thing as possible, right? And that's why I was never fun, you know, when you think about like, oh, let's get this person to eat this gross thing. I'm like, you don't have to coax me that much. And so I had to learn like, okay, I need to wait and let people actually offer me something in return before just offering to do said gross, eat this bug or this worm or whatever it is. So here we are. But let me know. Uh, what you want to see if it's flaming hot mountain dew. Uh, like I said, if I do something like a chug or well, or shotgun or even just a drink, you know, I got to drink it all. And because I don't know how this is going to go. If it's actually like super spicy, chugging could destroy my throat. Um, and even just trying to drink it straight. I don't know, but I think it could be fun. I think it'd make great content. I have a YouTube channel if you haven't checked it out and also go on Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. And we, we could record the audio and still put just the audio out there if you just wanted to listen to me. I, maybe it could be some weird a- ASMR thing. I don't know. But, all right, let's get to the episode. First and foremost, let's take care of some house cleaning. No more Tiger King. Can we be done? Have you seen this? I'll put, I don't need to put anything. Netflix, when you open up, go open up Netflix, unless you're driving. Don't do that right now. But open up Netflix, next chance you get. And you'll probably see an advertisement, November 17th, season two of Tiger King, which if you're like me and you go, isn't that story pretty much over? He got arrested. He went to jail. He did not get pardoned by Trump. He's still in jail 
The zoo went to Jeff slash Carol. Carol's living herself a good life. Jeff is being Jeff Lowe, and I don't think anything panned out for him, but he's still just moseying around being a tool bag and asking people to take pictures with him, the famous guy. Uh, it's funny. I've heard some stories about that where it's like he is like, oh, you, you want a picture? Yeah, yeah, you want to take a picture. And people are like, no, actually, I don't. And he's like, oh, oh it's, I'll get you a picture and autograph. Don't worry. Like, ah, you want to be famous. I mean, he was on Storage Wars, that one episode. See that floating around the internet. Go check that out. Yeah, Jeff Lowe on Storage Wars. And it'll just be like a picture of an episode. And you see two dudes standing there. And it's freaking Jeff Lowe. So, anyways. And nothing interesting. Has, I mean, I'm sure there's um, one of the guys. Was it Eric Cowie? I think he did die. R.I.P., buddy. He died in, like, New York. Like a couple months ago, I remember seeing that, and they were like, "Tiger King star dies," and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So, yeah, there were no, there's no details or information as far as what happened, but I don't know. I mean, I guess they'll just track. Which means here's a crappy thing: Joe Exotic has gotten more attention attention than he ever really should have gotten. Okay, he he got his dream to be big and famous and be the center of all attention, you know, and and now he didn't he didn't you know prove that. Uh, and I'll bleep this here. He didn't prove that that bitch Carol Baskin uh, killed her husband. No, didn't get to prove that. He got sent to prison and she got his zoo. So, yeah. But this this definitely means that they've been doing prison interviews. So he's still getting all of the attention. He's still making news. And this is... Okay, it's one thing. I think it, it was a cool story and a great se- season one. I'm honestly not mad about it. Well, I'll say, yeah, he got more attention than he deserved. It was all after the fact, and he was already basically going to prison. So, it was it was kind of settled. The matter was settled. and But now, but, but it should have stopped there. Should have left Tiger King in 2020, where it should have been forever, and say, remember that thing? And maybe when our kids are older, we, you know, we show them, hey, there was this, you know, kooky thing, Tiger King, and... This happened, you know, for me, I went to the GW Exotic Zoo. I, I remember telling, up until the documentary came out, like, I would still, to that day, I, I would have, I would tell people about it. I'd be like, you know, we have this cool exotic zoo in <laughs> southern Oklahoma. And people, and I was like, yeah, I've been there and met Joe Exotic and met a lot of those people. So I watched a liger almost pee all over a guy because he didn't know the telltale signs of a cat of a cat peeing. So that was pretty funny. I probably told this story, though. But guys standing next to the fence... And we're we're looking at all the we're looking at this liger specifically. It was like this second or he bra- bragging second or third largest big cat in the world and crossbred and all this cool stuff. And I was like, I don't know. Then there these things don't belong in the middle of Oklahoma. But hey, I'm here enjoying the zoo. I kissed a camel there. But and we're kind of standing here. And all of a sudden, we see everyone who's been around a cat and knows kind of what it looks like. Oh, when they're about to mark. And we're like, whoa, and we all get back, except this one dude, and someone grabs him at the last second and pulls him away. But he was, he literally would have gotten peed all, he, like, he would, they would have peed all over him. And it would have been hilarious. But nonetheless, it didn't. So he still almost peed, though. But lots of cool stuff. Got to see wolves and stuff like that. So yeah, I've been there. And I was telling people about it. Like, hey, yeah, you should go check it out. Now I don't know how I feel about it. Hey, but it is what it is. I mean, I remember he brought tiger cubs up to, the Enid Zoo and stuff, when we were, or not the zoo, the mall, to, to our mall, 
our small town in northern Oklahoma and it's kind of crazy because most of the time these documentaries are so far removed or in like these strange places that you're like yeah but this is like for all us Okies it's like this is our freaking front yard all right for some people it's their living room and down down in Winniewood and whatnot Nardmore in that area and it's just like whoa it's kind of crazy to be that close to something um that crazy and then that blows up and becomes that much a phenomenon but Unfortunately, Hollywood going to be Hollywood. And uh, here's the thing. With these crazy, kooky people, there's always something crazy and kooky going on. These people, these big cat people are not normal. You could you could do, you could just make it a reality show. And just like all the other seasons, right? All season 25 of big cat people. And you know what? People would watch it. And I'm sure there's always something crazy going on. There's something weird. You got Doc, whatever, Antle or whatever, who's the weird... Um, who's a weird like sex cult tiger sex cult dude leader and um doing his own thing which by the way you look at that and say i'm not surprised but anyway no more tiger king are you with me i'm i don't i don't need i don't need that back in my life but they're bringing it back you know what sucks i'm probably gonna watch it at least out of curiosity i'll watch the first episode or 10 and because where where's the story going from here? It's to me it's winding down, but they're gonna try and play it up and make it, and you know people are gonna be dramatic for the cameras, and so yeah, we'll see. Unless there's some, I'm sure there's some new drama down on Carol's farm or something like that, or related to farm, whatever you want to call it, um, zoo, you know. And I'm sure there's been more drama. I, I bet it's gonna. Here's here's my prediction. All right, it's gonna be a lot of prison interviews with Joe, and he's gonna talk about I'm getting a pardon and. And, you know, I called Donald Trump and, and I'm going to get out of here and, and more about Carol Baskin. Uh, by the way, it's not Carol Baskins. Like, it's not like it's Carol Baskin. Singular. Baskin. I, I hear a lot of people say Carol Baskins and it gets under my skins. And I'm like, it's Baskin. It's not Carol Baskins. Uh, so just... For the record, to set it straight. But anyways, and and then she's and then it's probably going to be the struggle of Jeff Lowe trying to build a new zoo down closer to the border by Windstar and the casino, and then uh, the Oklahoma Texas border that is, and then and then that fails. But then the courts rule that Carol gets the zoo and the fight to get all that, and that's probably what it's going to follow. Okay, and it's going to be silly. So yeah, there we are. Um. Let me know if you want to see more Tiger King. Um, if you thought at least that first season was warranted, I, I think it is. But but I think it's where we should stop. And that's the problem with Hollywood today and, and this sort of thing. Money grabs. We don't know when to stop. It's gotten so lazy. We're just seeing remakes and 20 years later sequels like with The Matrix. I'm not excited about. We'll talk about that, right? Since we're on the topic of entertainment. You heard about that? It's uh, Matrix Resurrections. Um, well, I've I, I want to say I've seen the trailer or at least bits and pieces of it. But he, he, I'll tell you, as soon as I heard, "Hey, we're making Matrix Resurrections," I went, "Nope, not going to see it. Don't want to see it. Have zero desire. Why are they doing this? Um, it was good enough as is. You made the three movies, boom, 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 in like five years, and the last one was made in like two thousand three or four. Leave it alone." That's the other thing, too. It's not like we're getting remakes from cool, like, 1930s, 1940s movies, you know, that are that are 80 years old, 70, 80s years old. We're getting movies that were made freaking less than 20 years ago. 
And they're like, let's bring back the sequel. We can do something with this story. Yes, I understand you can take a story 1,700 different ways. It doesn't mean you need to. So I'm not pumped about Matrix Resurrections. I think it's stupid. I heard someone say that it's literally just like the first one over again because Neo has forgotten who he was. Which, by the way, if you haven't tracked Matrix um, Matrix Revolutions, I think it's Revolutions, Revelations. Oh, crap. I don't know now. Let's, let's do a quick searchy search. Now I'm going to do a search. But he dies. He So this means... That it is the next iteration of if you if you understand the matrix at all, um, yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's revolutions. Okay, cool. So if you follow it at all, yeah, two thousand three, you you know that he dies. He sacrifices himself to and essentially resets the matrix um, because this is the cycle of the matrix. That was the sixth matrix, all right. But there's always an anomaly. And the anomaly always, and it always, it has the same cycle where it degenerates and gets to this point and then something happens and the anomaly has to reset the system. And man, it's been a while since I've watched these movies. I'm forgetting all the terms, right? But you have the Oracle and you have the architect and they kind of like are semi like gods. The Oracle kind of helps people free people. And that's just part of the nature of it is because people are going to become freed and there's so much you can draw from it, but basically that's what's happening. So essentially this is just a brand new matrix and I don't know. I don't know. If you've seen the trailer, what do you think? What are your thoughts? I would love to know all of that. All right. Hello there, friends. That is, this is the first time I'm doing this, so that indicates a little bit of a time skip, time jump interjection. I normally don't do this. I normally keep them as raw as I can, minimal to no editing on my podcast, but after recording and actually deciding to go down the rabbit hole, pun intended, a little bit on the new Matrix movie, and by watching the trailer, A, but then also watching a couple breakdowns and uh, people who follow this more closely... No more knowledgeable than myself, I have some answers that I was like, oh, I could just put it into next week. I'm going to forget next week. That's going to be too long. We're just going to interject it here. So this is a quick little interjection of um, what I found out. So first of all, the trailer was exactly what I thought it was. It was a bunch of, it, like all the tropes are all the classic tropes. It's playing upon, copy and paste, folks. Uh, new looking Morpheus, Neo and Trinity are back. What the heck, man? And, uh, on, uh, awkwardly, I looked in the uh, top, like 10, 15 comments and everyone was super excited, which from an action standpoint, look, this movie is not going to lack action, but from a, I really appreciate that franchise and what it was. Here we go. The 20 years later sequel. It's actually more of a reboot from what I can tell, which our technology now allows for, I mean, better special effects and whatnot, but that, that never stopped star Wars. So there's that. And then I watched the breakdown and a guy basically openly admitted, he was like, ah, this could go either way. He goes, you know, I hope that this is a building. He kind of talked about how it could have been built, but it was kind of stupid in my opinion. Um, because like I mentioned, Trinity died, Neo died. And he goes, well, technically Neo didn't die. I don't think he's British. He's something though. Maybe Australian, but technically Neo, Neo didn't die. Uh, sorry, my British accent is horrible, but I feel like I need to see this through. Neo didn't die, you know, maybe his, his, his consciousness was 
uploaded into the matrix. I can't do that anymore. So talked about several different options. Consciousness uploaded into the matrix. They repaired his body, which apparently in the trailer, there's a glimpse where it's like Neo's body getting repaired. So they repaired his body, plugged him back in and reset him as a way to prevent the, the continuous cycle of a next generation, we're going to have another anomaly. And so we're just going to subdue this one and hopefully avoid that, which I guess, but and the Trinity one didn't make sense either. Like maybe they secretly got her body way back in the ship that was stabbed seven times by these giant cables and she clearly died and a lot of time passed and they revived her. Or it's just a carbon copy, like a, she's just a program, which I think would be the best option and most realistic even though we're talking about fake movies, it's fine. Uh, I just like to stay true to the storyline. And then, and that's what that is. So it's either her like consciousness, they revived her. And once again, there was another glimpse Easter egg. And I'll put the link in the description to the video that I watched, the two videos I watched. The second one is better. The, the caravan, the crud caravan one. I'll post the one that's better in there. Then you can watch all the different ones you want to talk about. Uh, but then this guy, he had a good well-rounded approach, well-rounded approach because he, he looked at it and he said, hey, this could, be, this could be something. They could be trying to build on the story and adding another iteration. Although he was like, I don't know if I completely understand. He goes, if you followed the Animatrix or a lot of the bonuses, there were tons of stories around the origins, around different things going 100 years into the past, into the future. And everything in between, and he's like, there's plenty of storylines to pull from or create around the Matrix. You don't, it doesn't always have to be Neo Trinity, Neo Trinity, Neo Trinity. And he hit the nail on the head when he was like, maybe, you know, they're trying to bring back their old fans and create new ones all at the same time, which I mentioned. I'll give myself some credit, pat myself on the back. And I think it's probably the most likely case. And he goes, you know, there's a lot of things in the trailers that just look like a remake of the classic scenes and things that happened. So, and that was kind of his take. He's like, I hope that's not what it is. But at the same time, also huge giant note that I had no idea. So the Wachowski, I think that's how you say it, the Wachiski brothers who were the creators of the Matrix uh, are now the Wachiski sisters. Yes, you heard that right. They are both, both of them are transgender and are officially transitioned because he was talking about the Wachiski sisters. And I was like, I didn't know they were sisters. I could have swore they were brothers. And then one of their comments, because only one of the sisters worked on it, and the other sister was saying, um, or now now sister, was talking about how they were just finishing transition and also working on multiple movies when this idea got brought to them and they just couldn't handle it. And I was like, I thought transition from a movie to a movie, not transition from one sex to another, which uh, in my personal opinion is technically impossible, but, it, but that's a different conversation, different day. So yeah. And now they keep dropping the note. Apparently Switch was supposed to be a girl in the Matrix and a guy out of the Matrix talking about this gender um, confusion, you know, and, and hitting notes on the head. And they said there's supposed to be a lot of therapy sessions. So I'm, I'm less hopeful that this will be anything good. I will not see it until it is free or if someone pays for me to see it or if you guys want me to see it and leave my review because I'll say this. I'll say the action should be good, but that's about it. I'm not. I'm, I'm not happy about anything else about this. Um, it sounds like they're gonna try and maybe I don't know interject a lot more mental health um, PSAs. Uh, there may be some 
Uh, and this is speculation, but there may be some transgender PSA type notes hitting stuff. But and then also it's just a bunch of tropes to have a 20 year later remake. Why wait 20 years? That's what I don't understand. And that's when I get skeptical when you're like, it's a part of the canon story. Sure, you can tie it in, I guess, and feel like you're changing the canon. But to me, it is just it is it is. No, it's you, you wait 20 years for a sequel that was not planned out. You didn't George Lucas that get out of here. Because the way you ended the last movie was a good ending of a trilogy. And so literally call it Resurrection because you're trying to resurrect this series and make some more money. And that's all it is. So, But that's my hot take, after the fact take. It was before I posted it though, so I went in and I'm, I'm adding this after the fact. So it'll be a random interjection in the middle of a thought process. And for that, I'm sorry. But... I, I, I got the facts so fast and I went down this rabbit hole, pun intended, and was like, well, I'll, I'll just go back and insert it because it was early enough I could still add it to the episode. So anyways, cue sound to go back to the original um, thought process and uh, back to travel back in time. I'm not excited about it. And what do you think in general about... This, Caleb, don't answer this out loud. What do you think in general, though, about... <laughs> um, you're just listening to me on a microphone. It's an inside joke. My buddy told me that one time. He almost responded out loud while listening to the podcast. And it made me laugh. Um, <laughs> but anyways, in general, though, like, how do you feel about all these reboots, remakes that, you know, are from, like, shoot, maybe the 80s? Where it's just like, oh, oh what are we doing? Where it's getting less and less original, and it's a problem. Um, and that's, and it's like, why, why it, it, to me, it's devolving Hollywood, Hollywood. Okay. If you've ever watched criminal minds, they always talk about, you know, serial killers and whatever that they track always, they start to devolve, um, and, and kind of unravel because you can only kind of, you know, you're already out of your mind if you're doing that sort of thing, but then you devolve, you start killing more frequently, you get sloppy. And I think that's what's happening with Hollywood essentially is there. Or the entertainment. I don't. I always just. I don't know why I say it that way, but I do. I think that they're just getting lazy, lazy, lazy. Now, thank goodness for the streaming game because they're coming up with interesting concepts. But honestly, this is in part why I watch anime. It's always pretty unique. Now, granted, you always get, you always get the girls looking like Barbie dolls and. Um, and they, ugh, they're, we'll just say, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, but if you can power through that, um, there's no nudity, but it's just scantily clad girls sometimes or something like that, or just like their boobs are just like literally comically big or something. And it's just stupid. Um, that's the one serious drawback to it for me, but if you can get past that. Um, storylines are usually awesome and amazing. So yeah. How do you, where do you stand on that? Do you do you like a lot of these reboots or these 20 years? That's my thing. Is, is, is if you find yourself 20 years down the line, here we go, back to the 20 and 30 years from now, 20 years later, like how bored or just washed up do you have to be to go, you know that movie we made 20 years ago where we made a trilogy, we closed it out, it is a closed loop. The, the story is complete. What if... What if we, we just open that loop a little bit and put in another story? But really, it's just a more of a copy and paste of the story. So this generation the can, will then latch on to it and go back and watch the series. 
How about that? And they're like, yeah, I think I like that. I, no, no, you don't, <laughs> you don't see us going back 20 years in car designs and being like, you know what worked less airbags and safety. All right. You know, you know, this infotainment that we have, you know, the big screen with the nav, let's just go back to the CD player with the little clock. The only digital thing in the car is the clock. Let's, let's, let's do that. How's Oh, you know, these fuel efficient engine. No, 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 no. Let's go back to the less fuel efficient ones. I only want my Honda Civic getting 25 miles to the gallon on the highway. All right. I want my trucks sub tens, not on the quarter mile. Well, maybe in the quarter mile, but definitely on its MPGs. Okay. Miles per gallon. That's what I'm looking for here. No, I mean, and fashion, which to me is silly in a general sense, um, is about the only thing that does these cycles and people are okay with it. But I'm, I'm just, I'm over it. Which, that being said, so this has turned into movie reviews, but I do have a really funny story that is, that I actually, inside, in, insider podcasting, I already kind of, I want to cover this story because I really want to, want this to be the title of the episode. Even though it's misleading, which if you're listening to this, you got to this point, you're like, I haven't heard a lick about this thing, which I will not name at this point. Um, just stick with me. It's coming at the end. I promise. Um, Squid Game. If it's all the rage now, it is the current Netflix trend. Uh, it's a Korean uh, written series. I think it's actually pretty good. It's a thriller series. Now I will say this: people, everyone who's like, "Oh wow, this is so crazy and out there," and like you know, it's so popular in the mainstream. Well, I'm not trying to shoot it down. I'm simply pointing out, having an observation as someone who watches anime. This is this is literally just a live action anime. That's all it is. This is something I could probably find an anime that is eerily similar to this and made like 15 years ago. And, but there, there, this is, this is, this is how a lot of animes are framed in this wild kooky kind of out there, but still thriller and draws you in and, and relatable enough. And that's what animes do. The thing is most people don't watch anime and so they don't, they have not been exposed to this sort of thing. So this is totally, this is entire, not entire, like this concept is novel. It's an entirely new concept. That they're like, wow, this is actually really cool. Cool way to do things. I mean, it, it hits a bit different being like live action versus totally animated because you can do different stuff with, you know, when it comes to animation, the world's kind of your oyster. You have a lot more, you don't have to actually like, I mean, you can, you know what I'm saying? Like characters don't have to look totally proportionate and all that stuff. So that that's all that is. But I will state, I, that being said, I think it is still good and it warrants being number one in the U.S. So have you watched it? If you haven't, uh, I will say it is a thriller and it is kind of violent. Um, I can give you a general premise without spoiling it. Um, well, I mean, I guess if you watch the trailer, I don't know. Should I spoil it? No, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just trying to say the general premise, right? But... Um, I'll just say it's a kooky game, life and death. It's a thriller and, um, that's for people. That's what I'll say. So, but it's, it's definitely worth the watch because there are twists and turns. So, okay. Okay. Now time to get to the title. What you clicked on this episode for, which I hope you didn't, but I would, I wouldn't, I mean, that's part of the title. You got to draw people in, right? And, um, be something that I had never, ever, 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 ever seen before um, or heard of before. So you've heard of restless leg syndrome, right? 
And some of you may even have it. Or like me, maybe thought you have had it at times. But, or, or maybe you think it's mostly that some people that claim to do have it don't have it. And that they just need to learn to be okay. And it's more of a compulsory thing and less of a, my legs are restless, but I'm, it's in a, like I have to move type situation, you know? But how about restless anal syndrome? Yes, you heard me correctly. Restless anal syndrome. So, came across this article, uh, I don't know, a week or so, week, well, it would have been before the last episode, or after the last episode, This is so this week, and it's from the Daily Wire, I hope it's not behind the paywall, but I'll, I'll put the link in the description so you can read it yourself, and that's, here's the title of it though, it's Restless Anal Syndrome, new study finds potential side effect of con- con- contracting COVID, as if COVID and this whole COVID nonsense wasn't bad enough in itself. I thought it was bad enough that a symptom of COVID is explosive diarrhea. And that's the COVID that I got. Uh, I'll see if I can link to that episode about how I got COVID. I think I'd tell my story. But yeah, that's how I got it. That was one of my first symptoms. And normally, you know, you have a bad bowel day. And it's like, okay, maybe it was that chili. Maybe it was that Taco Bell. You know, or whatever. Maybe I ate something weird. And I couldn't do that. And my wife was like, uh, maybe it's COVID. And I was like, that is not, I was like, haha, very funny. She was like, no, look it up. That is one of the symptoms because we all knew all the other symptoms, fever, chills, body aches, uh, sore throat, cough, sneeze, runny nose, like all the classic, you know, cold and flu type symptoms. And then sure enough at the bottom diary, it didn't say explosive. That's I'm, I'm adding that in, but I mean, I think that's apropos. So an app descriptor, So here we go. Scientists in Japan have reported a case in which a patient seems to have developed restless anal syndrome after suffering from COVID-19. I wish this was a... I know this sounds like a Babylon Bee article, but I promise you it's not. Oh my gosh. Initial findings indicate that the syndrome may be related to the coronavirus, according to a case report published last week in the BMC Infectious Diseases Journal. The Jerusalem Post reported... Scientists reported that the patient, age 77, experienced experienced insomnia and anxiety while infected with the virus, and several weeks after discharge, began to experience restless, deep anal discomfort. I wish this was a satire article. (laughs) The patient experienced an urge to move, which worsened with rest and improved with exercise (laughs) And worsened in the evening in the anal region. Oh! (laughs) A colonoscopy revealed internal hemorrhoids. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Exercise relieved his symptoms while resting, worsening them. So it's, hey bud, hit the treadmill, hit the elliptical, hit the gym. (laughs) And if you stop hitting the gym, you have deep anal discomfort. Whatever that even means. Restless anal syndrome is akin to restless leg syndrome. Ah, here we go. Another malady that has been linked to a small number of COVID-19 cases. Oh, restless leg syndrome has been linked to some COVID cases. Interesting. This is the first case. Next, you're going to hear it makes your teeth fall out. This is the first case reported to link restless anal syndrome to the disease caused by the novel coronavirus. Um, And that's from the post. Wow. And then uh, here's what the BMC Infectious Diseases Journal wrote. I don't know what that is. Um, I don't know if I want to read through all that sciencey stuff. I'll just skim it. Huh. 
Okay. Restless anal syndrome as restless leg syndrome variant associated with COVID-19 has been previously not published. Hmm. So I will say this. It is a, it is a novel case. Okay. But still, uh, the fact a, that this is a real article B that restless anal syndrome is a real thing. And I, I don't know. Part of me wishes that there were some more details. Part of me is glad they kept it pretty vague. Um, but all of me definitely agrees. I never want to experience that. If you or someone you know has experienced <laughs> RAS, <laughs> RAS, <laughs> like Rasputin, I don't know. Um, Ra- or Sorry, Rasputin. I just mixed two words again, classic. But please call this number. You could be entitled to. No, uh, have them send in their experience. I, I want to know. I want to know. Like, is this something that people experience? And obviously, it's deeply personal, and we can do it in an anonymous way, but I would be curious to know what it is like living with that because, I mean, is it just like a constant case of um, you ate some Taco Bell the night before and because that would suck? Um, yeah, I'm, it's, it's crazy, though. But, yeah, restless anal syndrome. So those of you like me who've had COVID, watch your bowels. Watch, watch your bum hole, all right? keep your eye on it, you know, don't catch it sleeping. And, and, and honestly, maybe not trust, not trust farts. Okay. Be very cautious. Proceed with caution. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's, I'll, I'll skim through this scientific stuff. Uh, so they treated him, blah, blah, blah. Several weeks after discharge, he gradually began to experience restless, deep anal discomfort, approximately 10 centimeters, whoa, from the <laughs> perineal region. Okay. Oh, it, oh, he just had internal hemorrhoids, right? So I don't know if this, this even have to do anything. Yeah. Huh. That's crazy. Following... Yeah, so it's a, they're saying restless anal syndrome is a variant of restless leg syndrome, and that is hilarious. Well, I guess they are in the same region, but still. Interesting. Huh. To date, no case of restless anal syndrome associated with COVID-19 has been previously published. This is the first one, the landmark case. Oh, my gosh. This is wild, though. But, yeah, restless anal syndrome. So maybe if you feel like that, that, that you, you could be another case, uh, go talk to these people, but put the link in the description down below. But, uh, that puts us at a half hour. I think it's a great place to stop. I told you I'd finally get to the title of the episode, restless leg, restless anal syndrome, which is related to that. Um, well, I might throw in my movie reviews, but anyways, uh, last but not least, I want to end with. My recommendations uh, per use. I'm going to try and start doing that more on the reg. Oh, gosh. Uh, uh, uh. What did I just say? Per use on the reg. Oh, I want to throw up. Um, I'm going to try and do those regularly. Actually, really don't have any. Uh, just a fun, friendly reminder. Uh, Super Bowl 52. Go back and watch that. It's the greatest Super Bowl of all time. And um, had one of the greatest plays, goal line plays of all time. And it was just an epic game of epic proportions. So make sure and go and watch that. You 
all should know what that means. Another time skip interjection. I haven't come up with a cool name for that. Someone come up with a cool name for what that means when I come back after the fact and I have to interject something. Yay! Round two of this. I might even change the title of this episode, which you won't know by now because this has all been pre-release action. But another interjection, something that I realized that was overlooked. And it even was overlooked in last week's episode. And that was our newest Crazy Kyle story. So, yes, that's right. Connor sent in a Crazy Kyle story. And this is, I believe, our fifth installment. If you're new to this, um, Connor had a roommate in college who was, well, put it best, just out there. And crazy in a lot of ways. And so um, we came, he came up with the alias for, um, to, for the stories, Crazy Kyle is what we've decided to call this ex-roommate. And man, he has some wild stories. So if you haven't heard any of the Crazy Kyle stories, I'll see. It should be all the weekly doses of weird. Um, but with the recent schedule change, I'll see if I can go back and maybe find all the ones where there's a Crazy Kyle story. And we can, uh, and you can listen to those. But we also one day might just have a Crazy Kyle anthology. I don't know. But yeah, we got our most recent one. I have not listened to this. This will be my first time hearing it, so this will be my reaction live. All right, here we go. Crazy Kyle story numero cinco. Okay, back at it with another Crazy Kyle story. This one, to me, is the quintessential what-in-the-world Crazy Kyle story of my first semester. So every now and again, Kyle would just kind of disappear for a few days we didn't know if he went back to his home like to his parents house or if he was just at potentially other friends house or what he was doing but most of the time a couple days he'd come back but this one time he'd been gone a few days i saw him one i say call it wednesday morning he said hey i'm going to class i said all right cool so he goes his own way a few days later I would say it would have been that Friday evening at midnight. All of a sudden, I get a phone call. And if you want to know who's on the other side of this phone call, you'll have to tune in next week. <laughs> you dirty dog. Oh, hey, well, I'm glad. I'm at least glad, Connor. Well played. Well played, sir. Cliffhanger to the max. I'm at least glad I decided to interject this because that means I would have had to wait another week to get part two of this Crazy Kyle story. Oh, good job. Well played. I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm glad I did this little um, after-the-fact time skip in the middle of the episode. But that was this week's Crazy Kyle story. Tune in next week to get the rest of the story. Oh, man. I'm so pumped. Can't wait for it. Anyways... Back to the original audio of the episode and the final couple minutes of the episode. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this, leave a five-star review, and share it with your friends. That's my recommendation. I'm going to recommend this podcast. Yeah, a little little self-promotion here. But I appreciate you guys being a part of the Hanyak Horde. And listening, as always, uh, remember to share so we can grow our Hanya Accord and also chime in with any and all of your thoughts from today's episode, any other episode. Also, make sure to follow me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, so the Rambling Viking Podcast, and even YouTube and Rumble. That's where I will post uh, updates about episodes, posting schedules as they change, and I'm also working on making fun little clips and snippets from 
um, all my episodes. So to um, which I've got one releasing tomorrow. Wait, what is today? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I've got one releasing yet, or sorry, it released yesterday. I'm so confused. I'm not, I usually don't record this far out. Yesterday, and um, about a fun episode about sunscreen. So go check out that clip. And as always, uh, feel free to follow the link, all the links in the description, but the link to the website, that's how you can get in contact. Remember to check the poll slash question for today's episode about the Flaming Hot Mountain Dew and what I should do with that. It should be in by now, but um, at least by the, by the time you're listening to this episode. Uh, as always, keep it PDFG. I hope your weekend is the same. Let me know if it's a Red River Showdown or Shootout. I swear it was the shootout at one point in time. But that does it for this weekly dose of weird. Have a PDFG weekend. And we will see you next week. The head of Hanyak. This head of Hanyak is out.